Welcome to our Developing Successful Farmers podcast. I want to introduce my colleague, Ann Miller, who is an extension educator based in Cumberland County in Pennsylvania. So Ann, who do we have today? Lynn, I am very excited today to have Christina Pullman, who's another uh, educator at Penn State Extension, and she's with our Food, Families, and Health Unit. Welcome, Christina. Hi, Ann and Lynn. Thank you for having me today. I'm very excited to be here to talk about financial health. And um, as you mentioned, I'm an extension educator within the Food, Families, and Health Unit based out of Wayne County and also lead um, the financial team here at Penn State. Thank you. Uh, so I'm going to, we're going to have a bit of a conversation here. So I don't know much about money. So how would I, how do I learn? Sure. So if you are interested in learning more about money, we have a great resource here at Penn State. The Sokolov Miller Family Financial and Life Skills Center offers a financial literacy series. It's called Money Counts. And Money Counts consists of monthly webinars, self-study modules, and downloadable presentations consisting of topics covering the value of money, budgeting, saving, investing, identity theft, credit cards, debt management, and we have a lot more. The Money Count series is free and it is available to the public. Information can be found at financialliteracy.psu.edu forward slash money counts. Okay, you mentioned budgets. Uh, What is a budget and how do I set one up? Okay, so budgeting is really just a simple plan for managing money, and it can help you and your family take steps towards spending and investing money in smart ways to pay down your bills and get the things that you want. And it can be set up by following a plan for identifying, organizing, and tracking your spending. Okay, thank you. Do you have any good resources for setting up a budget that I could use? I do. There are a few resources available through Penn State. Penn State Extension offers the Build a Budget Book, and this is a downloadable workbook. It can be accessed accessed on the web at extension.psu.edu forward slash the build hyphen a hyphen budget hyphen book. And this book outlines six steps toward managing money, and it comes with forms, which make the process a lot easier Also, the Money Counts Financial Literacy Series, which I mentioned earlier, offers a budgeting section. And this outlines five steps to creating a budgeting plan and how to control wasteful spending. This link can be found at financialliteracy.psu.edu forward slash budgeting. Okay, thanks. I don't have a credit, or at least I don't think I do. What can I do? So if you're interested in building your credit, it can take time and establishing good credit can take time. So one of the easiest ways to start is by paying your bills on time. And another way to build your credit is by applying for a secured credit card, and that can be done through a bank. In this approach, a customer deposits an amount of money into the bank, and the bank will extend a credit line to match the deposit. The customer is responsible for paying the money back to the bank as it is used. Financial institutions can also offer credit builder loans, which need to be paid back within a certain time frame. So your ability to pay your credit on time, this is reported to credit reporting companies, and that's how your credit is established. This information can be found um, through the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, 
at consumerfinance.gov. Thanks. I get a lot of credit card offers in the mail. So should I just fill all of those out and send them back? Are they, is that, are credit cards bad? Well, you shouldn't fill them all out. You have to be careful because there are advantages and disadvantages to using credit cards. According to the Money Counts Financial Literacy Series, the advantages of having credit cards that they, they do provide quick access when there is an emergency situation and they can help to build credit history when they are paid on time. But there are disadvantages, so you wouldn't want to fill out all of those because credit cards can lead to impulse buying, spending more money than you have, and they do have high interest rates and they can negatively impact your credit history if they are not paid on time. Okay. Uh, I guess I maybe did fill too many out. I think I have made some mistakes and, and I don't think my credit's as good as it should be. What can I do? Okay. Well, there are some steps that you can take to financial freedom. Credit mistakes can be repaired. And the best way to do that is by setting financial goals. Having financial goals in place can help identify your current money needs and they can lead you to financial freedom. The Money Counts Financial Literacy Series, they also have a section on setting SMART financial goals. So I'll explain to you what SMART stands for in those financial goals. SMART stands for the S is for specific. So what actually do I want to accomplish in um, getting to financial freedom? Measurable, can you measure the progress in getting there? Achievable is my goal to financial freedom within reach. Um, relevant, is it relevant toward your life's purpose? Timely, is there a deadline for completion? So let me give you an example of a SMART goal example. I have one here because in your situation um, with your credit cards, um, you'll need to repair your bad credit. So you might have your goal might say, I want to pay my minimum credit card payment on time every month, plus pay an additional $20 extra each month until the credit card balance is paid off in full and you'll want to give a specific date. So let's say by November, 2022. How do I get a copy of my credit report? Okay, you can obtain a copy from each of the three credit reporting agencies. So there's Equifax, there's Experian and TransUnion. And consumers are entitled to a free copy of each report annually. So you can find Equifax at www.equifax.com, Experian at www.experian.com, and TransUnion at www.transunion.com. And these could be obtained at the same time or separately, but the best suggestion I have would be to spread those out every four months so you can keep track of your credit throughout the year. Okay, thank you. The other part of that is you get your credit report. You may not get your credit score, which is are two different things. But uh, the good thing is some of your credit cards or some of your accounts will actually give you your credit score, uh, provide that with, with the online bills or with your bills. So yes. uh, that's, a, that's also a way to get your credit score also. So what do I need to know about savings and why should I save money? 
So savings is very important. Having a savings fund can help when unexpected money situations come up. If you need um, need things for uh, if paying your medical bills and or car house repairs repairs, if that comes up, you'll need to have a savings um, for that. So it is important to be prepared in those financial emergencies since they can happen to any one of us. Budgeting can help provide a monthly plan for saving money. So we have the Penn State Build a Budget Book, and that's an excellent resource for you to utilize for saving. We also have um, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau has resources for their Start Small Save Up Initiative, and this involves setting goals as well, and it helps you to create a system for making consistent contributions. And that resource can be found at consumerfinance.gov forward slash start dash small dot dash save dash up. Okay, thank you. Uh, Annie, do you have any questions? Actually, while I was listening to the two of you, I began to really make a connection here between my financial health and my mental health. And I wanted um, to just get uh, your both of your opinions on that. Christina, do you feel that those items are tied together? Yes, financial health and mental health are definitely tied together and they are just as important as your physical health. And we concentrate on, you know, taking care of our physical health all the time. And so bringing in our financial health will help us in um, leading a happy and successful life. life. So having financial goals in place, setting the budget and um, working on those, uh, those goals each month will help you um, to alleviate some of that mental stress. Yeah, and for me, uh, if I if there's quite a bit on my mind, I have trouble sleeping at night sometimes. And and you know, one of the things that you can do is eliminate that financial uh, burden or you know, thought process or you know where's that where's the money coming from to pay the next bill. Uh, if you eliminate that, you may be able to sleep a little bit better and eat at night. And as we all know, sleep is a, you know, one of the big things in your physical health. Uh, if you don't sleep while well, your physical health deteriorates too. Uh, there's also a thing called new paint syndrome uh, that a lot of farmers and a lot of people have. Um, it, it mean, what it means is I need to have the newest and best and shiniest uh, piece of equipment or vehicle or whatever uh, I'm trying to purchase. And you may not need brand new all the time, especially for a vehicle. Uh, you may uh, have, you know, maybe uh, sufficient to buy a, a used vehicle if you don't drive a lot. And uh, because, you know, you're, the, the depreciation has already gone off of that vehicle. And, and but there's also times, too, uh, that if you have your budget set up and you can afford it, a new vehicle may actually cost you less per month than what a used vehicle was would, but it may be spread out over a longer period of time. So if you know if you have that budget in place and working through that budget continually, uh, you know you may be able to afford the new paint, but you may not be able to. Also, thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate that because I, I'm oftentimes the person in, in my house that says, uh, before we buy that new car or go on that trip, we need to look at our budget, make sure we can afford it. We're not overextending ourselves um, just because we do have financial goals. So I appreciate um, both of you today providing some excellent resources. Um, I think Penn State Extension has some great resources that, that are free and should be utilized by 
more people. Uh, Christina and Lynn, would you mind providing your contact information if people have additional questions? Sure. So my contact information can be found um, through my email, and that's CAP5695 at PSU.edu. And my uh, email address is lfk4 at psu.edu. So if you have any questions about any of our podcast series, you can send an email to me and I will answer your questions regarding the podcast. If you want specific information regarding today's podcast, uh, you can contact Christina. Thank you both.